Pow. Boom bang pow. pow. Slam. <laughs> Welcome to the Space Jam. Oh yeah. Come on and slam. When are we doing <laughs> Space Jam? Holy shit. When are we doing Space? Oh my hmm. Should we just call off Children of Men <laughs> right now? <laughs> just cancel the episode we're about to start. And just just watch Space Jam instead. Call but like leave the microphones running while we watch Space Jam, so we're just like, hmm, cool. Yeah, we just sync Quad City, Quad City DJs with the whole movie. Just the oh. entire, like, the intro just doesn't stop. <laughs> <laughs> I'm pretty sure that's how some parents felt watching Space Jam. Like, oh god. It's how my parents felt after I watched Space Jam, because that was a reality. <laughs> just <laughs> singing away on some Quad City DJs. Come on his and walk to the jam. Yeah, good times. Work that body, work that body, make sure you don't hurt nobody. Is this the intro? Have we just started? <laughs> this is the intro. Welcome to Sync Floyd, the <laughs> podcast where we watch every movie ever made to see if it syncs up to Pink Floyd's 1973 magnum opus, The Dark Side of the Moon. My name is Gareth Blackler. Yeah, my name is James Barron, <laughs> aka uh, Charles Barclay, apparently. <laughs> You're a real monster on, yeah. the, on the mic, the podcast uh, mic. Monster on the mic. I love that. That's my <laughs> yeah. favorite nickname ever being given to me, I think. <laughs> that rules. Oh, there you go. Completely unrelated to what we're talking about uh, is <laughs> no. what, we're, what we're supposed to be talking about today is Children of Men. The yes. truly fantastic movie. <laughs> Brilliant <laughs> movie. Complete opposite of Space Jam. It really is. It, they yeah. should put that on the DVD uh, box <laughs> cover. This movie is the opposite of Space Jam. They should do... Do you remember they used to do, like, DVD, like, two movies oh, in one yeah. set? Like, and they were always tonally wild. Yeah. Yeah. What was that about? They just, like, the combo was always a little unsettling. Like, maybe they shared an actor and that's, like, the entire reason. But oftentimes they're, like, d- completely different movies. Yeah, I had one that was Hot Rod and School of Rock, which didn't make any sense. Uh, yeah, not really. No? I, they're like kind of similar in tone, I guess. I feel like okay. Hot Rod's a hell of a lot sillier than School of Rock, but yeah, hey, for sure. Good oh, they came out at a similar time. <laughs> I feel like is yes. the only reason. I feel like even then they were like four years apart. Yeah. Man, we are so far off track and the show hasn't even begun. It's so good. Uh, what did you say? So, it's like mainly behind the curtain. Uh, we have tried to record this episode once before, <laughs> but it was interrupted by severe DIY happening in the background oh my of, gosh. of Gareth's uh, apartment. Yeah, I had... Um, I later... It sounded like they were soaring their way into my room. And I later <laughs> looked and not only is the house next door, they're like demolishing it from the inside it looks holy like. shit okay yeah but also someone was in our backyard just sawing wood oh wow <laughs> yeah all right that's kind of why it sounded so close then oh well yeah he was good he actually moved my laundry which was great because i forgot to move it and like later that night i freaked out that i left some laundry in the rain oh that's kind of yeah. nice thanks mystery woodsman <laughs> thanks to all the mystery woodsmen out there <laughs> Shout outs. It's a real child of men that hey, mystery was. You've done it. I'm trying my best. Oh my goodness. <laughs> yes. Uh, Children what? of Men, Alfonso Cuaran's 2006 magnum opus. Yes. 
You were going to ask me it, but I'm beat you to it, mate. Oh, what did you no. think of it? What's I love this movie. With it? I really, really enjoy it. Like, yeah. I, I told the story again last time that I was, uh, I watched it like three deep into a four movie long, uh, movie, movie night in high school. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. And I was like, but startlingly, it's the only one that I remember. It did affect me quite like seriously. It's a really like, it's a lot. <laughs> yes. So it really did uh, have an effect on me. It was a, it's a good time. Well, it's yeah. a bad well, time. Well, it's not a good, it's a good time. time. Yeah. <laughs> it's a good movie, bad time. Yes. What about Nailed yourself? It. Um, so I had seen this in a social setting as well when, um, I was living with you and we used to do film nights with our friends mm. and our friend Min brought this and yeah. all I remembered was from it was, uh, that the actor who plays ba- uh, Chuck Bass shows up in it. Yeah. And I remember thinking like, what's he doing here? And then this time I was still like, what is he doing here? <laughs> Nobody knows. Goodness me, this one affected me. This view affected me quite a lot. I think I almost teared up at one of Julianne Moore's lines. I like, oh, wow. Yeah. Yeah. And then I would say, listening to it with Pink Floyd over and over, kind of, like, at least it took a lot of the edges off. Yeah. Yeah, for better say, or worse. I would agree with that, and that we aren't getting as many of the, like, explosions or, like, screaming background people. We are only yeah. having the screaming that is comes part and parcel with the old uh, Floyd album. <laughs> yeah. You know? I'm uh, pretty sure, isn't it, there's a dog barking in every scene? Is there? Something like that. Or a dog. There's definitely an animal in every scene. Oh, wow. There's a dog and barking. often dogs barking. There's a dog barking frequently when they reach the old um, uh, refugee camp. Uh, yes, yeah. Lots of dog barking there that I can recall. But I don't know if it's <laughs> through the whole film. It's like just London <laughs> in this time period. A lot of dogs. A lot of dogs all over. Well, the thing is, um, like, okay, so the main plot, if you've never heard of it, is people have been infertile for 18 years now. Yes. And it's sort of like, it's led to a huge, like, collapse of society, but it's also possibly just been the scapegoat that led to a collapse that was going to already happen. Yeah, very much so. But, yeah, there's a lot of animals in this, and it's sort of implied that people have these pets because they can't have children. Yeah, surrogates. I, yeah, yeah, I guess animals are unaffected. It's pretty much just the human race that seems to yeah. have this infertility problem. But, yeah, it's the, the world is very much eating itself, and it seems that, yes. like... Uh, London is set up at the start of the movie, where the movie is set, by the way. Um, it's set up at the start as, like, the only remaining, like, bastion of hope at this point, basically. Every other city in the world has collapsed. But even then, like, we see that that is not entirely true. There is a hell of a lot of problems here. Yeah, Um, London sucks. Yeah. It's a terrible time. Yeah. Speaking of... Just on the animals, did you notice that they go past the park and someone's walking a zebra? What? No? When is that? I'm pretty sure it's when he's in the fancy car, or maybe he's on the bus. I just remember, that's what clicked it for me, is like, because I was like, what the hell is a zebra doing in the park? Wow, that's wild. And then, yeah, it kind of just, like, tried to work it out that maybe, you know, oh, I can't have a kid, but I can get a zebra pretty easy. That makes sense. Another, yeah, yeah, another really good thing about this movie that I think is that it's so internally um, consistent. It sets Mm. a really, like, paints a really clear picture of, like, a dystopian future and really explores a lot of the different aspects that it sets up, which I really enjoy. It's like, yeah, it's it's probably one of my favorite dystopia movies, I think. Like, yeah. This kicks Waterworld's ass, if you ask me. Whoa. <laughs> you take that back. The whole world's full of water. 
you're not wrong. That is a, mm. that is a good review of Waterworld. <laughs> <laughs> this oh. movie probably has more dogs, but Waterworld, more water. True. All right. So, <laughs> should we actually cover into how this movie uh, synced up with the with the old Floyd, mate? With a yeah, dark do side of the moon. All right, let's do it. Let's do it. Um, More like Children of Moon. I can't remember if I've already said that. You did. You said that last time, so it's all good. <laughs> <laughs> the mystery. Strike that off the list of stuff we need to cover. Should we just pretend we came up with an amazing in joke in the last episode, and then, like by proxy, the listener will feel like they're in on it, and we've kind of done none of the hard work, or we'll just be like. <laughs> potato popcorn or something like that and we'll oh, laugh man. And classic times like, yeah i get it yeah i feel like we always do this though <laughs> <There> are, <laughs> like, if you haven't listened to every episode it's very complicated trying to like catch up with all the random references to other films we make <laughs> yeah we're a very we've got an inaccessible um <laughs> premise and yep. we just pile on the inaccessibility hell yeah yeah i love it being a new listener is like being a baby and children of men. It is. So we open with... You're swamped. Um, speaking <laughs> of... Yeah, alright, speak to me. Here we go. News headlines. Yeah. Are we getting like just random news headlines about how bleak the world is and how the youngest person on the planet, uh, baby uh, Diego, has died. They call him yeah. baby uh, Diego, but he's uh, 18 at the time. Yeah. So this is... He died because he didn't want to sign an autograph. Yeah. Like, he was killed so by, like, weird. a fan, right? Yeah. Jeez. Brutal. Yeah. Yeah, so it's 2027, and we see our boy Clive Owen playing uh, Theo here. Yes. Uh, Clive he's... Owen, the best. So Amazing. good in this. Yeah. It, like, has, like, a great character arc, I think, throughout. And oh, just, yeah, like, for a sure. really good performance. Um, so, like, natural and, yeah. yeah. He's, like, you know how you need, like, a very relatable person to get you through these kind of movies? Oh, absolutely. Just get Clive in. Get him in. Where's he been? Any, like, any movie that's too outlandish, just have one scene of Clive, like, going, huh, that is outlandish, and we're in. We get it. Yeah. Even if we're watching a movie, just have him in the cinema. Just, like, if you're getting a bit <laughs> spooked, like, have him show up, and he's like, that's gonna be alright. <laughs> Don't uh, worry. Just Clive, breathe. I know you're listening. <laughs> Please do this. Yeah, please come with us to our next film. Guest on the pod, it'd be great. Um, oh, please. Yeah, so we we get a little look at future London uh, right at the start. Like, he's getting a coffee, and then uh, a bomb goes off inside the yeah. coffee place where he just was. So, narrowly escapes death. But, like, again, yeah. this is treated very much like that it happens fairly regularly. There are lots of, like, terrorist activity throughout London, you could say. yeah. Even the like way it's shot, because it's all—it's one of the film's many, many long takes—is watching him leave the coffee shop, and just kind of like struggle to kind of balance his like coffee cup and all that, and then the bomb goes off. Yeah, and it's just again—it's treated like oh yeah, this is just something that is going to happen. Yeah, well, later on, yeah, he's just like talking about how the it's ringing in his ears, but like like yeah. heaps of people have died, and that isn't really affecting him. Like yeah, that's not the issue. <laughs> It's, it's he still goes into work and then like it's because everyone's making a huge scene about um baby diego that he leaves yeah and the explosion just quickly that massive bomb that bomb going off inside the coffee shop yeah. does sync up with the first vocal in breathe oh yes yeah so that's that's a good one there yes but yeah, yeah that is a good one everyone is grieving uh baby diego's death uh he like gets off work early to like go and hang with yeah. uh, jasper yeah, Jasper. Pink Floyd's saying um, when at last the work is done as he's leaving work. Yeah, we see like yeah. 
some refugees in cages here. Yeah. They're called Fugees throughout the movie. Not, I don't think it's a reference to the Fugees. <laughs> I think the Fugees might be a reference to refugees to begin with. Yeah, that makes sense. There yeah. you go. It's all, it all tracks. Uh, it all tracks. But yeah, we've got Michael Caine as Jasper, who is a delight. Yes. He's got like... Such a delight. Yeah, big old uh, John Lennon energy here. Plays like a, <laughs> yeah. Plays an ex-political cartoonist. Uh, yeah, just a good vibe. He's like hanging out, um, uh, smoking some, some weed that he's been growing. Yeah. Uh, very proud of his weed. Yeah, very proud. Uh, he's got a... His wife has um, sort of tapped out of... Uh, checked out of reality in some way yeah. she can't like she doesn't speak or like feed herself presumably because of like the death of a child or something or perhaps yeah something very upsetting yeah perhaps the whole world has gone to shit is that that might be affecting her somewhat I yeah i think if there's any questions raised in this film you just answer them with, oh yeah the world's gone to shit don't worry yeah there's speaking of yeah. there's um uh, jasper has on hand government mandated suicide kits which is yep just a horrific concept but uh, <laughs> yeah they are. like we see an ad for one of these later the quietest kit and it's just like a yeah. dude walking into a sunset <laughs> like it's so what those ads would be like exactly like, yeah. just the bluntest metaphor it's very reminiscent of like existing like end of life care kind of ads of like old yeah. people just like happily staring and like at a beach <laughs> and things like oh my that god yeah yeah oh. pretty similar uh yes anyway so um, yeah, Jasper yeah. says that uh, he's uh, he's same old, same old, and we we get the first time vocal uh, ticking away the moments that make up the dull day, you know. Nice, and because he's like just like waiting out death, basically. <laughs> yeah. Pretty rough. Uh, yeah, him and his wife just waiting around. Uh, like the yeah. um, uh, Theo asks him what keeps him going. He's like he does this multiple times. He asks him and he asks uh, the prime minister a bit later as well. Yeah, yeah. As uh, if he's he doesn't know himself, you know. Yeah, uh, we find more of Theo's story a bit later. Um, yeah, we also get um, Theo stands up to air guitar to an Apex Twin song. Yeah, but he is way off the air, the mighty guitar solo in time. So yeah, true Come tragedy on, there. Yeah, uh, unfortunate for us. Um, yeah, so he's walking up to work. We've seen some more of these uh, immigrants in cages and like yeah. people in like full riot gear. Like the police are heavily armored. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty bleak. Um, Yuck. Yeah, I was. I've written in my notes that this is where the world uh, that this movie takes place in is. The album feels right at home here. In fact, like yeah, a lot of sure. like Pink Floyd's discography, I feel like would be like pretty a pretty good fit for this film. Yeah, we'll probably we'll get into it a little bit later, but definitely like the kind of in between this and the wall when they kind of got yeah. well, not even in between this and the wall, the animals where they got like really angry and yeah, like, at, animals and the most cynical, the ideal pick, I think. Yeah, sure, yeah. Uh, yes, he's anyway he's walking on home and then he gets abducted by uh, the fishes, which is a group mm. of like anti-government uh, agents, effectively, and they're run by his uh, current wife, Julian. Um, yeah Julian well if Moore. she's his current wife he hasn't seen her in many many years yeah well she's do busy doing the fishes thing and that's um, true yeah <laughs> and theo is like a government uh he's like a government agent or like a uh civil worker anyway um, yeah but yeah so it's like i feel like they can't interact that often <laughs> they've sort of gone separate ways in terms of uh 
uh, how their relationship has progressed up until this point. But anyway, she has yeah. a she has a job for Theo. Uh, he's got to get a girl past the security checkpoints and to the coast. And mm. this job's going to pay £5,000. Um, and uh, great gigs, like, just started up for this, so... We're yeah at no like real kickoff point saying, like basic yeah at least it's like the yeah, drama yeah. now that we've had the inciting incident who's to say yeah i guess so he like refuses the call anyway he's like yeah. i'm not gonna do it and, but he still has the option to accept it later uh classic stuff um yeah by putting an ad for a dog a lost dog up there you go Dogs. another dog yeah, I didn't really think about this, like, dog recurring theme. It's like, kind no, of, never. were they, like, subtitled for you? There's just, like, woof woof showing up all the time. <laughs> yeah, it was crazy. There was just, like, a second subtitle track. Oh, the dog track. all of the human dialogue. <laughs> oh, man, I really wish we were cutting to the dog track right now, but we are. We've got, no. um, <laughs> we've got to visit uh, the Prime Minister here. Oh, yeah. Uh, he's going to call in a favour to try and get this, uh, these papers for this girl. Um, uh, we rock up to the, I guess, Parliament, and like um, Michelangelo's statue of David's just chilling out here, and some like, <laughs> yeah. some, some chill dogs in front of it as well. Um, yeah, and like there's a big Picasso, and they talk about all the paintings that they wanted to take but couldn't take. Yeah, there's uh, yeah. your friend Chuck Bass here on the his little Borg cube internet thing <laughs> that he's wired up to. Yeah. Uh, for someone who's probably not supposed to be a big deal in this film, he's just supposed to be seen as like, oh, that's just the guy's son. Yeah. He's the most distracting because A, he's Chuck Bass. B, yep. he has a neck tattoo. Yep. C, he's in a sweater vest. D, he's on the cube. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Are you not as confused by the cube as I? I want to know Are more you a friend about the of cube. the cube? I, I, I feel like this is just an internet analogue is how I explained it oh, in my yes. head. Or he's just gaming. <laughs> <laughs> the video, at the table, I don't know. Um, he's Am I just getting old? Like, this is the games the kids are into now. Yeah, we've all got cubes, Gareth. I don't know. You oh, catch man. Up the Nintendo GameCube, that's what this is. Ah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, but he's like, has to take a wee pill. Like, that's his whole involvement in this film, is that he's yeah. just here at the table and takes a pill. It's Do you so think, strange. Do you think because he's young, and obviously not the youngest, but like, Maybe it's to show, like, even the generate or the years before they stopped having kids, the kids kind of had it rough. Like, maybe, yeah, he's maybe maybe that robot hand he's got is kind of like he needs that. Maybe his cube he needs. <laughs> yeah, it could be like a medical yeah. device. Absolutely, I didn't think. Yeah, a medical um, neck tattoo. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes, uh, oh, man. Imagine getting a doctor's note for that. Holy shit. <laughs> A kid walking into primary school, like, uh, yeah, I've got a doctor's note for my neck tattoo. Yeah. Don't worry about it. Covers up the hole in my neck. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, no. Um, it, like, dots the eye in the neck tattoo. <laughs> uh, yeah, so <laughs> we've got to also cover it here in the um, in the background of this shot. We get a direct Pink Floyd reference. We've got the balloon from mm-hmm. the cover of Animals here. Just chilling. Yeah. Above the, Big above old the pink power balloon. station, you said. Yeah, above um, Battersea Station, which is where, in the aforementioned animals, there's yeah. a floating pig floating above. Yeah. So this is, pro- is this our most direct Pink Floyd reference in a film we've covered? I think so. I want to say yes. Yeah, Hitchhiker's had a couple, or it had that uh, plane that makes a sound from a Pink Floyd album. Yeah. 
but this but is like, like this is even more direct this is on screen for a long time you know yeah and so yeah i think i think it's and it's definitely evoking the same thing the same idea that the album is it's like oh for sure yeah it's a it's a recreate a pretty clear call out so yeah yeah Absolutely. And um, Alfonso Cuarón's other film, uh, Roma, the mm. trailer is set to Great Gig in the Sky. So oh, nice. I think Cle- we've got a friend. Clearly a fan. A friend on our quest. Yeah. Uh, a friend on our quest. <laughs> uh, call we'll for We'll stay at his tavern. Yes. <laughs> Alfonso's tavern. <laughs> I love that. Yeah. <laughs> All his films were called Alfonso's tavern, colon, children of men. Oh, that'd be great. Alfonso's cavern, I just colon, love the Harry idea. Potter and the... Ch- I love the idea of a um, podcast that's just a an adventure <laughs> where every stop is like every stop in the adventure is an episode. Maybe we Ooh. should just go full fantasy and pivot to that. That rules. Yeah. Oh, well, man. like if things get worse than they even are in Children of Men, maybe yeah. that's what we do next: is we just travel from village to village, set up at taverns, and tell our tale, which is just our podcast. Yeah, that's great. The podcasters of old. <laughs> <laughs> we're just bards we just, spreading tales we, we just memorize like Mark Maron and um, Joe Rogan podcasts and we just recreate them at taverns yeah we, we reproduce them just lots of toking yeah, um, yeah. Uh, this peg I've got I looked into it because I was like is this direct like is it referencing something else yeah. that Pink Floyd referenced and it's 100% seeming to be the Pink Floyd reference hmm. and then I got to read about this pig and how they shot it for pink floyd yeah um and their album animals how, how did they and do they, it so this is like the 70s money was just like oh, you'd God. throw money at anyone who could play a guitar and they instead yeah. of just like how these days they just photoshop a flying pig they um hired a zeppelin company to build this 12 meter actually flying pig they set it all up for the wow. day yeah they hired this um a guy with a gun just in case the pig floated away to shoot it down and then they got their shots and then the next day they were like oh we'll do another take um they forgot to bring the gunman gunman back for day two the pig broke broke free flew away flew over Heathrow, caused a lot of panic and like flights being delayed (laughs) and then eventually just came and landed on a farm where the farmer was mad at it for scaring his cows there you go that that rules (laughs) so good right the, like, and then the best the idea of a pig descending onto a farm is just a great <laughs> a great image this is where oh, i no. belong <laughs> i wanted bacon but this is too much <laughs> the farmer's curse <laughs> it's also um so great because then the third day they um got the pig back they relaunched it took some more photos and they didn't like any of the photos so they ended up just superimposing the pig onto another photo of the power station oh yeah yeah so kind of right. rendering the previous two days irrelevant but I mean, you know you get that sweet yarn out of it though so it's yeah, kind of worth it <laughs> a colossal waste of money but still that's a yeah. great a great story for an album cover you know oh for sure oh man all right let's keep on going uh speaking of dogs from before the dog track here we go there's betting oh, on yeah. the dogs the snakes with legs as i like to call them you watch <laughs> You watch these dogs run, these greyhounds, they, they, and you just imagine, if you like, you can squint your eyes and remove their legs from the equation, they look like little hovering snakes. Um, I'm gonna just watch this, <laughs> I'm gonna search on YouTube, greyhound running. 
Yeah. And you can listen to my live reaction of this. Because their legs are going like full tilt, you know. This is a yeah. very weird thing that is exclusive to me, I'm fairly certain. <laughs> okay, these dogs are, they're setting up. I think I'm supposed to be against greyhound racing as a vegan, but oh. Well. Sure, yeah. I'll watch I would, it for the I would snakes. assume so. I'm against it in that, like, I don't really like it. <laughs> That's know? true. It's quite boring. Yeah. God, it's 40... I've skipped ahead 43 seconds. These dogs haven't even started running. Oh, my God. Oh, I've missed it. They're too fast. They're too Okay, quick. hold on, hold on, this hold on. This is a fast I race. I hope this is good audio. The bloody snakes with legs. They get, they're getting out of the gates. <laughs> yeah, they're lining they all up. They are snakes with legs. <laughs> I love them. Oh, I love greyhounds so much. They're very cool, uh, nice animals. Uh, I've yes. met, a, met a few greyhounds in my time. Ex-race greyhounds. And they're yes. very nice. Animal. I used to walk a greyhound who she was a little too simple to um, oh. actually she didn't pass the test to get it onto the track. Oh, but yeah, she was the best. Yeah, you got to do a lot of walking, I imagine, for a greyhound. Um, yeah. short distances they get tired pretty quickly. Oh, really? Yeah. Okay. News to me. Yeah. All right. Can we move on, or have you, have you <laughs> seen these these dogs? Or yeah, yeah, I've seen that. They they were snakes. That okay. Was awesome. Excellent. Okay. <laughs> Uh, if you guys are playing the interactive version of this podcast, I hope you too were watching a watching a greyhound snake. Yeah, that's that's and all I can tavern, hope. At the tavern, at the tavern, would go outside and try to find one and show it to you. Yeah, they probably have them on at the tavern on the TV. You know, not true. Yeah, and um, anyway, yes, uh, <laughs> he's at the track because he's doing the meetup to meet this girl. Uh, yeah, that he has to transport. Um, he only just catches the, the bus that he's supposed to, to catch up with, uh, Julian, who's up here. Mm. It's revealed that they had had a child together, but obviously it died. Um, yeah. And the most heartbreaking, like, this is when I like, yeah, kind of choked up was just, she just so deadpan goes, I can't look at you cause you have his eyes. Oh, it's like, Ugh. it's brutal. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. Amazing. Like it's so like such a tight line to like cover their relationship perfectly. Like the the history and everything there is laid to be, laid bare. It's really yeah. good stuff. Um, She's really doing Julianne more with less. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> I hope she's never heard that one before. Oh, I, I can't imagine that she has. Uh, mm. um, yeah. So anyway, she's like, oh, they get frustrated with each other uh, because of this this argument, but they. Uh, he follows along and says, uh, she uh, says, you came for the money, didn't you? And then, um, he's like, did I? Uh, this is just as money is trailing off for us as well, oh, which is nice. very nice. Yeah. Uh, and then we meet Key, who is, uh, the other key character in the, in the film. Uh, yeah. Another wonderful performance. Uh, she's played oh, by, she's so good. uh, Clear Hope Ashity. Um, really, really good stuff. I don't recognize it from anything else, but, um, good in this film. Yeah, so good in this film. Yeah. Um, yeah, so they're like, uh, he's, they all hop into a car together. Uh, there's, uh, Miriam, who's like a mystic kind of lady. All these other people are fishes in the group. Yeah. Um, there's, yeah, Miriam and then Luke, who becomes the de facto leader in a little bit. He's like kind of a hothead type. Um, yeah. Yeah. Um, and yeah, has a wee nap and then a, a wee chat uh, as he yeah. wakes up. There's like, they do this weird thing where they're shooting a ping pong ball into each other's mouths for a bit of a jape, a bit of a joke. <laughs> yeah, very weird to do if you're a estranged wife, but also yeah. says so much about their relationship and is 
like, I don't know, I haven't seen that in a film before, so I was stoked. Yes, but unfortunately, this Japen joke is interrupted immediately by a flaming car rolling down the hill into the path yep. of the into the path of the car, and it blocks their exit, and um, then a bunch of raiders come down, holding like bats and machetes and things. Yeah. And attacking the car, they set the front of the car on fire. All of this is one shot, by the way, starting at the uh, shooting the ball into each other's mouths scene. Like, yeah. we have not cut once. I don't know how much of this is, like, clever cuts throughout or, like, practical effects wiping across screen or something, but it's very well done. Um, oh, heck yeah. Uh, they built... I might be wrong on this, but they built this a special car that was going to come apart so you could fit the camera in it and shoot this in as long a takes as possible. Unreal. It, it's... And they were like... Um, that's impossible, but Alfonso had just finished directing uh, Harry Potter, and he was like, mate, I've seen a man turn into a dog, so <laughs> I know what we can do in cinema. <laughs> I'm surrounded by dogs at all times. They won't stop <laughs> barking when I'm trying to make this movie, but boy, <laughs> do I know anything, if I know anything, it's about making films and dogs. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe all the dogs in this were Animagus's. Yep. No. Time, they're, they're not real. Time will tell. Uh, <laughs> time will tell <laughs> uh, yes uh, th- anyway this long shot is continuing um, poor Julian gets shot in the neck by yeah. like a guy on a motorbike who we're going to meet later um, and uh, us and them is playing over this scene which is sort of a, a sad time but it's a very action heavy sequence yeah uh, uh, yeah also uh, the cops come as they're like get- running away the other way pull them over and then like luke uh shoots them as yeah. well to try and not draw focus here they got to get away from this whole situation yeah, yeah they right- also say um have your passports ready which is a line that's said in dark side of the moon just during on the run oh, really yeah this scene yeah huh, interesting yeah sweet okay yeah so up until that that's all one continuous take yeah it's just super cool um there's another one like right towards the end of the film which is even more impressive oh uh, heck yeah yeah so also that like end bit aligns uh when he's shooting the cops here it aligns with uh listen son said the man with the gun as well hey mm, very good nice um yeah so uh then yeah, Miriam, they pull over and Miriam performs like a little funeral ceremony for um, Julian, who's, mm. who has bled out at this point. Um, and Theo like tries to like walk away. He's like, he is keeping to his like vices that he has. He's a big smoker and drinker. We saw, we didn't mention this earlier, but we saw um, when he went to the visit the prime minister, he had like a box of cigarettes and a bottle of whiskey and um he's doing anything he can to distract himself from his child's yeah. death basically and the, the the pain that he has inside there and the, it's just sort of compounding on him and like now his wife has died and yeah he just yeah. walks away and he's trying to like he has a i think he has a wee swig and then he tries to light a cigarette but he just like leans down next to a tree and breaks down it's like yeah. such a powerful shot here devastating yeah it's awful and he doesn't want like any of the others to see as well like he yeah. pulls, pulls himself together when they say that they have to keep going um yeah so they uh continue on to the night up to like a farm where they think they'll be safe and there's like even even out here there's like dudes with guns guarding the place and stuff it's crazy yeah um yeah uh we're getting any color you like 
uh, now as we uh, meet talk need to talk to Key in the barn. And she's this is another great shot of she's standing amongst all these cows, um, mm. talking about them and um, that they're going to take her tomorrow, uh, take her away tomorrow. And um, she says that Julian told her only to trust Theo, and she also reveals that she is pregnant, which yes. is crazy. So it's the first baby that will be born in eighteen years, which is yeah incredibly important and it's like shocking to basically everyone the fishers know yeah. about it and they're like trying to get her to the human project here well that was julian's mission anyway and um yeah wild <laughs> so that's yeah. the conceit for the rest of this movie is that he's got to get her to the human project and yeah yeah because then it's followed by a meeting where the fishers decide like luke who's now the leader hmm. says that they're gonna she's gonna have the baby with them and then they'll take them to the human project yeah it's a reasonable thing to say um, yeah but uh, i mean it's it's a it's a cheeky lie it is it is revealed a little bit later that uh all of this is bullshit and um theo's a bad man and they're gonna kill oh, theo. Luke's a bad no man. not yeah luke's a bad man <laughs> theo's a good man um, Theo is uh, going to be killed before he yeah. can leave tomorrow, or like shortly after he leaves tomorrow, because the guy in the motorcycle who killed Julian shows up. So it was a, a bloody sting operation type thing where yeah. the fishers took out their own leader to get their own way because Key is so important here. Yeah. Crazy. And that um, gunman on the motorcycle with the dreads is yeah. played by our old mate from um, King Arthur. Yeah, there you go. King Arthur himself. There he is. There's a boy. Here yeah, he is. going uh, a whole movie without hitting himself in the chest and screaming. So good he's job. Doing a lot of that off camera, though, you can tell it's like same kind of <laughs> oh, vibe yeah. in terms of character. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he's just rocking up to the nearest tavern and just beating his chest. <laughs> Classic. Look at me go! Whoa! He's got big old dreads on him in this yeah. film as well. He's clearly a nasty guy in this one. Yeah. I liked Miriam's dreads. Miriam being this oh, yeah. older character and still having dreads. And, like, eyebrow piercings and stuff. I thought it was really interesting. Yeah, she's really good, actually. Yeah. Like, quite an interesting character. Like, um, yeah, on the on the correct side as well. So it's fine to, yes. like, to yeah. empathize with her. Because um, she's all good when uh, Theo comes to wake them all up. They uh, Theo finds all this out and, like, yeah, goes to wake them up. And, um... Uh, yes, it's like right at the end of uh, playthrough one here. Uh, we're getting like over silences them like sneaking out in the morning and disabling all the other cars so that yes. they can't chase after them. Um, oh, I didn't click that's what they were doing. That makes a lot of sense because then we get this amazing their yeah, car like, won't start car chase. Yeah, oh my god, yeah. This is the most tense like trying to jumpstart a car scene I've ever seen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, it's like rolling it down the hill uh, with like just people on foot, like a foot race, like chasing <laughs> yeah. after them. But like the stakes are incredibly high. Oh like, yeah. It's very scary. Uh, yeah, but they managed to get away after a little bit. Um, again, not a great match for Breathe playing over this. No, but hey. no. <laughs> um, yeah, they go and travel to Jasper's house to, like, hide out and lay low for a little bit. Yeah, um, this is, um, we're meeting Jasper again in, in On The Run, so it's sort yeah. of just shy of a full album since we've seen him. A double a double On The Run Jasper meet, I like that. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, it's a classic Double On The Run Jasper meet. Yeah, classic, classic, every movie's got one. Um, oh yeah. This one has two. Uh, we, yeah, we... <laughs> 
we think that he's killed himself, unfortunately, because we see that he's like leaning down next to the old um, uh, quietus uh, pack next to him. But he's yeah. just having a sleep. This is a mystery. <laughs> um, he says that he uses it to like poison the rats, <laughs> which is kind of funny. Um, but yeah, he's stoked, really stoked to see Key here, and is like, uh, like talking about her being a miracle and stuff. Yeah, yeah. It's more of a. Chill he's the vibe. kind of person who needed. It shows you how much the world needs just this hope. Like how much he turns around and how much he's so excited, old Jasper. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, yeah. importantly theo changes his shoes here and puts on like um in the morning he puts on little jandals mm. um, which comes up a bit later but yeah uh i've written that times uh, the clocks and time go go off over basically nothing important here yeah. everyone's like chilling um uh key says she doesn't know who the father is and that she wants to name her baby froley <laughs> yeah how do you feel about the name froley Oh, I'm trying to think if I could meet an adult called Froley. Yeah. I think if it was that first baby in 18 years, yep, great name. Mm. If it was just some dude at the bank, I'd be like, huh. Froley. Ah, Actually, Froley Frolly at a bank, as soon as I said that, I'm like, nah, that makes perfect sense. Mr. Froley. It's the first and last name of Froley. Froley yeah. Froley. Very good. I think like a musician called Froley would be strange. Like if it turned out... Ed Sheeran's real name was Froley Froley. You'd be like... See, I huh. think that's, like, the opposite. I feel like musicians have a past to get away with crazy names. Like, much more so than any other person. That's true. Yeah, yeah, if they did the opposite and went stage name as a boring name, you'd be furious. Like, I reckon that Pink Floyd could have easily have had a, like, live touring musician to help them out called Froley. Yeah. What would Froley have played? Uh, just the glockenspiel. Yes. Nothing else. Froley on the Glock. Froley on the Glock. Yeah. There you go. Uh, yeah. So they like the plan is to break into a refugee camp. Um, yes. Which is a terrifying proposal. What turns out, but hey. Um, yeah, I don't really like this plan in retrospect. Uh, but no. Anyway. Um. Yeah. She uh, key does deliver the line that um she she's. Uh, wanted to like she was terrified of like having the baby then she felt the baby kick and she was like mm. it was alive and i was alive which is what she says and i think that's a really good line um, yeah and like how she knew she just instinctively knew everything like yeah. to do because like she wouldn't have had seen pregnant people at all no yeah it's yeah she has no idea what to do yeah yeah because like her entire life she hasn't like there haven't been any babies born <laughs> yeah <laughs> the exactly. entire time that she's been alive um pretty wild hmm. uh yes uh also um here what's his name jasper delivers the line uh, everything is a mythical cosmic battle between faith and chance <laughs> which is oh, yes. just the most pink floyd thing to say <laughs> yeah um oh that could have been the alternative end line of uh, brain damage absolutely um i've written that time is really gelling with this like high person chat that's happening <laughs> yeah uh yeah because they're all having to go on um jasper's weed theo's like sort yeah. of hiding around the corner and the conversation uh pivots to his dead son unfortunately and like yeah it's like very bleak and uh jasper says that uh theo's faith lost out to chance like he had the faith of like having a child but uh, Chance, like, knocked him down, which is awful. Yeah. 
very bleak. So sad. And beautifully directed in that, like, this whole conversation's happening really far away and we're just seeing Jasper kind of eavesdropping. I mean, Theo just eavesdropping on it. Yeah. Really a great scene. Like, this could, like, yeah. it, like for me, it, like, reads like a book here. Like, uh, yes. I can see this being described of, like, a character listening in on a conversation, you know. Yeah. It's really good. Um, yeah. One of those, like beautiful parts and books where they kind of cut out a lot of the description and it's just the narrative the um dialogue yeah exactly and you kind of yeah you feel a little more disconnected just lose yourself in that conversation hmm. but then the alarm goes off not on the album but in the movie which yes. is like yeah again like two three minutes slightly off yeah it's like guys you're guys, so close so close uh bloody editing doing yeah. away doing away with it it's no good um yeah, they found the motorcycle boys found King Arthur's found where they're hiding, um, and he's after them. Um, anyway, Jasper's like uh, saying that he's going to stay behind and he will like misdirect mm. them and send them the wrong way. He gives them instructions on how to like who to meet and how to get into this uh, refugee camp, um, and it's like right at the end of time as uh, Jasper prepares to kill his wife. <laughs> with yeah. the suicide kit so that she, they can't like these raiders can't do anything to her and the and his dog as well um yeah yeah brutal what an awful so scene. brutal um and what follows is possibly i'm gonna ask you is this the saddest fart scene in any movie <laughs> yes i think so <laughs> wow um yeah we're going straight into great gig in the sky which is perfect music for a pull my finger joke um yeah which was set up earlier by the way it was like there was a this was a an actual joke in the movie early on where, <laughs> yeah um jasper did the pull my finger bit uh in the car and uh he's doing it to these uh very serious uh home invaders and yeah, yeah um badass to the end he like does the pull my finger joke i think three times in the row like as they're like shooting him <laughs> yeah like, what a boss yeah. like he oh knows that like they are not interested but he's just like like in doing this he's saying fuck you basically yeah which for sure fantastic um yeah uh there you go yeah like right as they drive away from um jasper's house uh great gigs vocal dips into the like cool quiet bit as well which is quite... Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. It's like a somber note to end, end on there. Yeah. Yeah. I've written that um, Theo is basically losing everyone that he loves and is, like, yep. looking for an excuse to carry on for the entire time. And he's, like... He's sort of, like... Throughout this journey, I've written that he's, like, uh, shredding all of his, like, uh, possessions and also, like, notions. And he just gets more and more fixated with getting this girl to the like fulfilling the quest effectively yeah it becomes yeah it's all he's got yeah it becomes like everything yeah it becomes everything to him like getting Mm. getting her to this location and like having like a new child be born into the world like where he couldn't have that it's um yeah it's a really beautiful story i think Um, oh yeah but yeah uh they uh, start wandering around a like empty and decrepit school which is again beautiful set dressing like yeah of course there's no reason to have a school so it's like completely overgrown and destroyed and there's like a deer wandering around <laughs> i love that deer he just wanted to learn some social studies <laughs> get out of here deer you're late for the because he even runs off real cheeky like oh no oh whoops you found me i'll come back tomorrow <laughs> i was just in the library in the restricted <laughs> section um <laughs> 
I was reading Nancy Drew. <laughs> yeah. Oh, <laughs> sweet old dear. Um, yeah, yeah. We get um, Miriam's backstory here. She is like an ex-midwife. And she tells yeah. the, the story of her like, like there are more and more miscarriages occurring and then like eventually babies stopping being born entirely. Like people just not coming in anymore. Um, yeah, looking at her schedule and seeing it was completely empty and it was empty for all these other midwives. Crazy, yeah. Yeah. It's a, like, that's why she's so invested in doing the right thing as well. Like, she wasn't aligned yeah. with the other fishes and came with them. So that's good character stuff there. Mm. Um, oh, yeah. Yeah, we've got, uh, like, Key's, like, chilling out on a swing as well. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, yeah, Money... Uh, playing over the rest of her story i think is a little bit incongruous because money does yeah, start up sure. as she's delivering the story but it does help with our next character sid who appears um, yeah who i feel like loves the song money <laughs> yeah loves vibe. the song and doesn't quite get it no absolutely like, money not. is a gas yeah <laughs> he's real into that i do like yeah. his performance here um he's like oh, a, heck yeah a like prison guard guy like a, a full like fascist dude the, the code yeah. word to uh, get him on side is to call him a fascist pig, which is yeah. like a joke from Jasper, basically. Um, because and he does a fake out as well, where yeah. he's like, what'd you say, what'd you say? And then, ah, gotcha. Genuinely scary, because he's like in an armoured vehicle. <laughs> um, yeah. With like a machine yeah. gun pointed at Theo. It's wild. Um, but yeah. It's so totally the kind of silly joke an actual fascist pig would do. Exactly. You know? There you go. Um but yeah he like is on he's on on side with jasper so he's going to help help them out into this uh, mm. camp he also always refers to himself in third person which is very hilarious he's like uh he's like sid's gonna get you into bex hill sid doesn't know why you want to go there sid doesn't want to know why <laughs> it's like all right dude <laughs> sid down. I mean, good on him like just in case anyone forgets your name to just keep go- hitting it we find out that um, no one's actually heard from the human project before, so we aren't even sure if they exist, really. They, like, mm. operate through quote-unquote mirrors here, like people talking to other people, like one person talks to another person and talks to another person to deliver a message, and, um, yeah. It doesn't seem that reliable in terms of, like, who, like, her organization killed her like julian was like a victim of her own organization turning on her so like having this kind of system set up seems unreliable in this day and age uh mm. in the in the world that this movie takes place in but hey um anyway yeah it's kind of it gets ripped off and well maybe not intentionally ripped off but it's very similar in logan where they're going oh, yeah. towards this this big thing that's going to save them in this battered world but they're like actually not sure if it even exists yeah it's like a, it's sort of a mana from heaven kind of thing like in that it's like a, like it's a one miracle to help another miracle or like they just like yeah they're looking for the only thing the prophesized uh release effectively yes um yeah yeah so that's a little added concern here and that we aren't even sure if what they're heading towards exists but yeah, yeah. uh they're on like they get into bex hill they're on the bus and going in and um he's having contractions which is worrying um, oh yes they're too frequent uh because the Miriam says it's usually normal but she's having them too frequently which is a little bit worrisome so that means the mm. baby is likely to be coming soon um as there we see the like absolute true horror of this refugee situation playing out outside yeah. this bus there's like 
people like strung up in side cages and lined up. There's just a pile of bodies in a line that we yeah. see at one point. Um, like this whole set dressing of them, like uh, firstly driving past on the bus and then being ushered down um, past all these things as they're walking through the like, um, what, like corrals, human corrals, I would call them, I guess. Mm. Um, yeah, like all this stuff is really well uh, like framed for us and that we're just sliding past all this horrific stuff. <laughs> Yeah, it's again, that's what the movie does so well, is just, like, it keeps moving and knowing that there's, like, horrors around. Just yeah, exactly. Um, yeah. Miriam sort of saves the day here, because, like, Key is, like, breaking down and, like, having contractions, and um, her water breaks, like, breaks right on the bus as they arrive, yeah. which is bad. Um, and uh, she is, like, vocally praying loudly, um, in order to distract from a uh, key situation. Um, mm. And like, yeah, she uh, like stands up and gets in front of the guard and then like gets hit in the face and like dragged away so that key doesn't have to be effectively like yeah. sacrificing herself uh, for the greater good here to like help key, which is very noble and like very bleak because we see her like oh gosh yeah. we see her like get a bag like put over her head and we just never see her again yeah oh it's awful oh what a nightmare vision um yep. yeah uh yeah that we get ushered into the refugee camp proper here dog central there's dogs everywhere <laughs> yeah dogs and people everywhere uh lots of people like wanting to do trades and um like bartering and setting people up the new arrivals for the night it's like very close quarters living everything's run down and destroyed in this little mm. um camp it appears to be like a section of the city that's been like just bombed out that like yeah um yeah that like is just a now a refugee camp so that's how they're taking care of the refu the, the huge amount of refugees pouring into london you know oh my gosh yeah crazy um, what I do like is um, Sid's direction was find Marichka. She'll be the one with the dog. And then the first person <laughs> they see with the, a dog is Marichka. Mm. They, uh, he did tell them to meet by a like specific statue as well. Oh, okay. Which she was hanging uh, out next to. So it's all right. Also, okay. Marichka, like, oh, yeah, is like actually a really good person. <laughs> like, genuinely, oh, Marichka rules. Genuinely helps them out multiple times and is great. Yeah. Doesn't speak a word of English as well throughout the whole, yeah. whole movie. Really good. Um, yeah, she I've written my note for her is just Marichka, the boss, and then I've given her two little dollar signs for the S's. Hell yeah. Full on yeah. boss. Um, yeah, she <laughs> takes them up to like a little uh, part of a building where they can have some privacy. Um, she does a trade, uh, like... Uh, uh, Oh gosh, what's his name? I've forgotten his name. It's terrible. Theo trades his um, <laughs> cigarettes. I want to say for the lantern, so that they can have a bit of light because um, yeah, because uh, she's having the baby now. <laughs> yeah, like, um, Richka's gotta go. Yeah, she takes the takes the cigarettes and is like, "All right, see you in the morning." Basically, yeah. <laughs> um, and then don't yeah, have like, any babies. Yeah, Theo like full on delivers this baby. Um, yeah yeah like coaches her through it because she has no idea what to do um and then yeah the baby comes out alive as well uh, very another fortunate. miracle <laughs> yeah yeah and it's a baby girl which is great yeah um and yeah that's genuinely sweet 
we've got us and them uh, playing over this whole sequence, and the line "What the fighting's all about" is what happens mm. when the baby is born, which is very true. Um, yeah, yeah. Uh, like otherwise, maybe not the most suitable song, but this line kind of yeah, does it for me. That works. Um, yeah, Sid uh, arrives in the morning, like after the baby's been born, and like. It's just like wanting to move them along, but uh, sees that uh, Key is hiding something under her like little coat or blanket that she's got, mm. and yeah, sees the baby and is like, Jesus Christ! <laughs> Everyone's yeah. like shocked as hell. Mershka is here and she, as well, and she sees the baby and is like stoked, but like Sid um, basically reveals to them that he's like now that this change in circumstances has happened, he's going to was going to offer them up to the fishes. Uh, yeah. who have tracked them here to Bex Hill as well. There was a break-in in Bex Hill, and um, like part of the wall is down, and so the government is planning on blowing up the entire town, basically, yeah. <laughs> um, in Yuck. order to stop this break-in. Um, wild. So yeah. pr- pretty horrific uh, violence happening on the outside. Anyway, Sid's plan is to like hand them over to, to the highest bidder at the moment, basically. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he assumes you'll get a big reward. Um, yeah, we're definitely seeing his true colours as he, like, fires his gun around. I think he hits a random child. Yeah, he hits Marishka as well. Yes, yeah. Uh, in the face, uh, which doesn't go well for him because it's his undoing and that she hits him with, like, a big bone, I want to say. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, like, knocks him out completely. Uh, yeah. Giving them time to get away. Um, and They then... run down this, like, incredibly narrow hallway. Yeah. Marishka gets through the door... They think Marishka's stolen the baby, but then then because she's the boss, she hasn't, and she lets them out. It's like a really brief, like, scary moment where you hand her, and then she, like, disappears from frame, and then reappears in frame. Yeah, it's it's very cleverly done. Um, Oh, for sure. Again, this is, like, another long shot. Um, Meanwhile, Theo is, like, coming along. He's still wearing his jandals, by the way, from Jasper's. (laughs) Um, He gets, like, his feet cut up throughout this escape sequence. Um, Yeah. Yeah, um, they need to get to a boat. It's still... The shot is still going from when they <laughs> yeah. left with Sid. And um, he draws on, like, the side of the wall that they need to get a boat um, to communicate with Marishka that that's what they're after. Um, and then Yeah, yeah what do you think of this boat drawing? Mm. That water wasn't very realistic. But, you know, Marishka's the boss. Yeah, so she, she figured it out. She's a pretty good Pictionary player back in the day. So oh, tell me about it. There you go. Um... Yeah, she she twigged to what they were talking about, and there's, like, big protests happening in the streets here, or, like, just a bunch of, like, armed militia walking along. Uh, Yeah. There's, yeah, full-on rioters on... I think these are representatives of of Bex Hill itself, actually, like an armed militia force inside the prison. They aren't, like, a fish group here. Um, Yeah. It's just different groups going... uh, ready to fight each other, basically. (laughs) Um, and yeah, it's end of playthrough two as we hit up the bank here, um, in need of a boat. And mm. uh, Key says she wants to uh, change the baby's name because it's a girl to Buzuka or Bazuki. Is it? I can't remember which. Uh, I think it's Bazuka. Again, only had subtitles, so yeah, um, for the best. Pretty wild. Uh, <laughs> another yeah. not great name, but fair enough. Whatever you can call <laughs> your baby, whatever you want, it's fine. Um, bazooka definitely you'd meet a musician called bazooka oh for sure Bra- froly bazooka <laughs> yes 
bazookas like doing additional drums like the timpanis and stuff oh yeah additional drums yeah (laughs) hell yeah um yeah so that's end of playthrough number two uh we're launching into the um we're getting absolute silence over some rioting streets outside yeah um and yeah Um, they're like the fishes have returned and king arthur starts singing a little ditty during the silence of the album yeah they're trying to move to get to this boat and then um yeah yeah, they're immediately found by the fishes who have like arrived here to catch them Um, yeah and yeah uh luke ushers um key away uh the leader who is here as well and then yeah like um the king arthur's gonna murder them like does yeah his little song is very strange here like yeah he does like a lads a lilting walk taking his time um, (laughs) yeah shoots one of the people from the bank who helped them out which is kind of ruthless and then yeah but Mm. that draws the attention of like the armed soldiers here of the like uh the army who have arrived the government i guess soldiers yeah and yeah there's like a firefight going on there and theo's like desperately trying to catch up to key uh again all one shot <laughs> yeah beautiful as he like ducks away into a bus to hide and then ducks back out oh, yeah. and all to, all to silence which is a bit annoying yeah um yes he's running away and they're like um there's like a bunch of tanks roll up on the building where they've taken key inside she's like inside this building holding her baby still and there's tanks rolling up there are firing on the building <laughs> Mm. like trying to flush out the fishes that are hiding inside as well um but yeah not a great scene <laughs> no. pretty scary um, very scary yeah they are, numbed like, a little by the, the building. lovely brave uh, after her like avoiding like explosions and armed people yeah <laughs> um, yeah uh he gets up some stairs and sees that everyone's looking the same way down the hall because they've obviously seen where the baby is you know and they're all yeah. like looking to see where this one person has gone which is pretty cool um yeah. and yeah like uh yes uh they they rock up and um she's there like she's she's still got a baby baby's still alive and like luke's there as well like firing out of the window um it's like draws his gun on um on theo and key and is like we need this baby (laughs) Mm. like the links that he's gone to to like stop this like to try and take control of this baby is like insane um and yeah they like resolve that they still want to go to the human project and like yeah move to go away theo gets shot by luke here um i believe and like yeah very quite subtly yeah you don't really notice i don't think you're supposed to fully like twig that he has been um and then yeah like uh while all this violence is happening um that everyone like is coming out and like touching key and touching the baby like it's uh jesus effectively it's a very yeah. like biblical kind of scene and that she's walking down this hallway they're both walking down the hallway very slowly and everyone's like walking out to like witness this miracle you know yeah like entire so- like soldiers who are screaming at each other to stop and they call off their guns and yeah. they just look at this baby it's amazing this whole sequence so of them good. exiting this building is fantastic yeah there's like a whole bunch of yeah the soldiers outside like all all lower their guns and are just like watching on like this entire firefight has been completely diffused yeah um, like a couple of the soldiers like start kneeling down and like praying as well it's crazy um and my goodness i wanted this to be set to eclipse i wanted this to be in all that you touch all that you feel 
beautiful moment, but instead we're getting on the run, then yeah. on the run crashes, and we just get the clocks. The clocks go up in time, yeah. And that yeah. happens just before they all continue their firefight as well. Yeah. Uh, like, as soon as they're, like, it's just slightly out of <laughs> out of range of this, everyone goes back to fighting each other. Yeah. And yeah. Which is almost comical, but still just upsetting. Yeah, they miraculously reunite with uh, Marishka here. Yeah. Just shows up out of the blue. <laughs> like has, she's the boss. Has been looking for them this entire time. Yeah. <clears throat> and then yeah, she's like helps them into the little boat down in the sewer. And um yeah, the sewer line out to the sea. And Theo's like <clears throat> sorry, Theo is rowing them out to sea in his in his wee boat. Uh he's been shot and is bleeding out, but like doesn't even care at this point. Yeah, like, yeah they get out to the buoy where they're supposed to meet um supposed to meet the ship the the tomorrow is the name of the ship which is yeah. like again fairly like prophetic or metaphorical i would say oh uh, heck yeah yeah and um yeah he like there's like fighter jets like zoom overhead uh to blow up the city in the background yeah we see the bright flash of a bomb go <laughs> off in the distance yeah so not looking good for marishka and everybody there but yeah it's like it's yeah. whether or not it's like too late to save humanity is left up to the audience i think oh for sure yeah yeah uh, and like yeah theo yeah he dies you know, he like he dies he says she says that um she will name the baby uh baby dylan after theo's child who died which is very very mm. nice um <laughs> yeah. very sweet um and yeah he like he dies like just sort of drifts off and dies here before the boat arrives um yeah. appears on the horizon uh just yeah. before he dies we get hanging on in quiet desperation is the english way the time is gone the song is over thought i'd have thought i'd something more to say yeah perfect so perfect i wish this had been the last line we hear before it cuts to credits but there's a little bit then we wouldn't have got the boat show up so having that aligned with his death is just that's a great sync like I, oh, I, yeah. I love that um and then yeah like however like the the credits do have a sync because they align perfectly with the start of great gig in the sky oh yeah, yeah. the saddest great we've had the happiest great gig in the sky um with ratatouille's credits and yeah now here's the saddest one yeah so there you go that's children yeah. of men's synced experience what did you think how did it sync gareth Blackwell. what did i think and how did it sync well i I feel like if they just chopped up some of the movie a little more, chopped up some of the album, we would mm. have had a perfect uh, 10 out of 10. But then I could say that about literally any movie, is if they'd edited it to sync with Pink Floyd's The Dark Side of the Moon, then it would have synced with Pink Floyd's The Dark Side of the Moon. Very true. So I'm at a conundrum. Like, we're definitely pouring the thematic syncs. Absolutely. The, the cup the overfloweth with thematic yeah. syncs here. Uh but yeah, no, there, there were some quality syncs, especially towards the end of this movie, I would say, yeah. that definitely bolstered this experience. So yeah, I'm I'm willing to go very high with this one. Yeah, I'm willing to drop off, now that we know we're allowed to take points off for missed sync opportunities. True. I think we do have to cut it for a couple of these, like, the beautiful baby scene not quite being set to as tender music as it could have. Very true. So, but I'm willing... I'm, I'm pretty pretty happy with a seven. Yeah, I like that too. That works yeah. for me. Lock it in. Seven on the graph. Seven on the graph. Alrighty, what do we got to do next week, Gareth? The whole uh, AJ choosing the film has sort of thrown things out of whack a little bit, and that like yeah. I feel like I don't want you to miss out on your opportunity. So I think well, it should you. be your pick next. 
Um, okay. Oh, Gareth on the even numbers. Yeah. Look out on the on the twos and fours, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> well, oh. so we're noticing a lot, like, there's so much going on in this album. There's so many little bits that are perfect for syncs. You could say the devil's in the details. You could say so, that. But what if... What if a movie was written by a devil? Ooh. What? Well, maybe not so much a devil, but a Diablo. Okay. Like, a Diablo Cody. <laughs> uh, <laughs> beloved screenwriter and, from all accounts, a great person and not the devil. Okay. But still brought us 2009's... Is it a cult classic? Is it not? <laughs> like, the ink hasn't dried on what people think about it. All right. But the, that which is perfect time for us to help them dry that ink by finding out if... Jennifer's Body 2009 syncs with Pink Floyd's The Dark Side of the Moon. Alrighty. <laughs> yeah. That sounds Have good. you seen this movie? I have not seen this movie. I have not either. I had a poster for it, which... Alright. Maybe just because I was a disgusting teenager. Oh, wow. But I did love how the poster just said in huge letters, Hell yes! <laughs> that is a great byline for a film. Yeah. I do right? like that. I do really want to know what kind of ink doesn't set in 14 years. <laughs> but uh, we'll, we'll definitely find that one out uh, next, oh, yeah. next episode of Sync Floyd. Uh, catch us on Twitter at Sync Floyd Pod. Um, yeah. Send us an email at SyncFloydPod yes. at gmail.com. Why Do not? it. Why not? Ah. Oh. Mate. Um, gosh, yeah. And until then, I've been Baby Gareth Blackler. And I've been Baby James Barron. And we'll see you on the dark side of the moon. On the dark side of the moon. Whoa, 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 whoa. Ooh, it was four that time. <laughs>